right, welcome back to the single track session number 45 in Studio 78, 22nd Street Trailhead. Found a little shade yeah. in the parking lot right next to where we saw that rattlesnake scurry off to a couple weeks ago. Yep. So we were a little reluctant to get in, but uh, yeah, uh, balmy day today. It's uh, muggy. It is a little muggy it's for been, us. It's been warm. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to cool down anytime soon. It's supposed to heat up again this weekend. So looking forward to the heat. because more heat training. Love that so much. Yep. Um, but yeah, let's just jump into it. Uh, past episode, Jeff Hart, uh, yeah. episode 91. He'll be uh, towing the line tomorrow morning, Friday, for yeah. the Hard Rock 100. That's right. Um, man, I can't wait to see how well he does. He's been he's been hammering it since he's been in Silverton, though. Right. <laughs> Course marking. He's got some good shots. And, and uh, it was a great episode, uh, a little cameo with James Varner. Right. It's kind of funny when he came swinging by. Um, but, yeah, we just want to wish everybody, we'll get into it later, too, but just wish everybody luck down there, whether yeah. you're volunteer, crew, pace, friend, volunteer, anything right. has to do with that uh, race, ice cream shop owner, mm-hmm. whatever you are down there. Uh, good luck. It's going to be an awesome weekend. Uh, next week, uh, we have the pleasure to uh, bring to you a show uh, with a gentleman out of Calgary, Alberta, Yep, Mr. Jacob Pusey. That was a fun show. That was a blast. He came down from uh, Alberta for a family reunion right? and uh, reached out to us. And we totally we, crashed the family reunion. Oh, totally. We got yeah. into the house, Yep, which uh, we still podcasted from the bus right. in the street Yep, where it was warm. But we did break into the home, you know, with the whole we family. Did. Yep. <laughs> they were trying to fatten us up with ice cream. That's right, man. Uh, it was a great show. Uh, we had a great time talking to uh, Jacob Pusey, just kind of on his history of where he came from, what his plans are. Right. And just the cool scene he's got going, because we haven't talked yeah. to anybody from Canada before. No. Eh? Uh-huh. And uh, so it was cool. They got a cool racing up there. Yeah, really cool. So that'll be a fun show. Uh, yeah, great time with them. And thanks for... For Jacob and his wife Amy and their family for opening their their doors to us and letting us know they're in town. I know that was fun. Uh, kind of a fun time up there in the Eden area. So, well, uh, guess it's time to talk about the Beaverhead. Yeah, gotta <laughs> fess up, don't we? Man, I'll tell you, um, being around trail running and racing as long as I have, you know, definitely not an elite runner. I still s- struggle. I still struggle. With a DNF. Do you? I do. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been eating away at me um, okay. even since before I DNF'd at the race. But, uh, yeah, so Joel and I, obviously, we went up to the Beaverhead 100K. Um, God, it was a great time, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Salmon, Idaho area is beautiful. It's really pretty. Such a cool little town. Uh, the race director, uh, David Tarkleton, his family and volunteers and friends they lit- they roll the red carpet out they man. do i was that was most impressed about that yeah and it's it's got that now you know joel correct me for it's got that old school feel to it it does right especially I mean, with the finish yeah and you've got the you meet in the high school foyer yeah and it's a do. small high school yeah, so you is. got that old like hoosiers thing yep. going on right? totally yep um but it's really cool because i didn't know the history and david tarkelson grew up in sam and went he to did. school there right so i was kind of figuring out how he came across this right right? but that makes sense now but it uh, does but wow i'll tell you it was first class um volunteers yeah uh community was cool uh the hotel we stayed at they were jazzed to have us there yeah they were um but what a right on the river that hotel the stagecoach inn was right on the salmon river we uh we were on the second floor with a balcony yeah facing the river and we left our sliding door open all night just to hear the river right and getting the cool air and so my family my wife and my youngest aspen we were uh we're going back. Right? Yeah. They're like, well, let's come back next week. This is cool. Ah, <laughs> that's a long drive. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't it's bad. Five, it's a five, that's a solid five-hour five drive. Five solid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't bad. But, but I'll tell you, though, it was uh, it was a great experience on so many levels. Just new area. Yeah. But, God, I mean, here's some names. Josh. We met Josh Hinojosa from Arkansas. Yeah, that was so much fun. He won the contest. What a good guy. He is such a good guy. Um, awesome little family he's got. Yeah, that was yep. a lot of fun. But, I mean, it's just one of the things for us that's exciting is we've been social media chatter with right. people for so long. But yep. when we get to meet people face-to-face, yep. it's just it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of, you know, I don't know, it's kind of you anticipate it, a little nervous, yeah. you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're good behind a mic. Right. Um, or we're, we're better behind a mic than we are in person. How's that? That's true. Very, um, very right. Yeah. Um, so we met Josh in Ahosa. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Musgrove was there. He, he brought us there. some IPAs. Dude, that's funny. We were in the pool, and then he rolls up on the pool. You know. Yep. That's right. Him and his wife Amy, and then a little boy Sebastian. Yep. So mm-hmm. we got to meet them. 
Uh, got to run with Andrea Stevens. She's from Salt Lake City, but I got to yeah. run with her for a little bit. We talked to Josh Fuller. Yeah. Um, who we met at El Vaquero last year. He came in second in the 100K. And he crushed. He came 1233. Woo! Um, but he's from Jackson. Uh, yeah. Fellow VW. Fire man, right now. Bus man. Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a Westie. He's got a Synchro. Yep. Synchro or Westie? I can't remember what he's got. Synchro, I think. He's got or, the Synchro. I don't know. One of the two. It's beautiful. Yeah, though. it is. Uh, we also met Sean from Twin Falls, who came up to us uh, the night of the check-in. Yep. Talked to us for a little while. Uh, mm-hmm. says he's running 55K. Um, I got to sit with uh, Wendy. Yeah, Jagalowski. Out of Pocatello on the the bus ride. Yeah. From the parking lot. We got in the bus at 3.15. Yeah. I was looking for a place to sit. It was pretty crowded. I hear Eric, and I look. I said, I'll sit there. That's right. Right? And so we just chatted the whole way. Like it was, a bunch of schoolgirls. We really were. Um, and it was fun, too, because she was like, oh, yeah, I... This episode, I listened to, and she had like she 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 did her she, homework. Yeah, she bought a Patagonia Houdini. Yeah, you know because she heard about us talk about it on the oh, show. Nice uh, squeaky cheeks and squirrel yeah. nut butters. Yeah, and you can't go wrong with those stuff. two things. Um, but yeah, just meeting all these people. We, that guy from uh, was it Whitefish that uh, we met? Kevin Mahoney from uh, that won the fifty-five k, right? Uh, no, no, no. Who did we meet? We met. Hmm. I can't remember. I remember his name. He's a taller guy. Oh, yeah. Super nice. Yeah. Well, we talked to him after that. Well, he finished. Yeah, he finished. Uh, Kevin Mahoney won the race from right. Coeur d'Alene in 5.52. Yeah, that's fast. Um, Holy cow. Yeah, we. it was just fun meeting people. Mm-hmm. It was kind of, are you guys the trail manager dudes? Maybe. Yeah, if we're a little <laughs> shy, it's because we just never know what's coming. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We really don't. But, man, there's a lot of other people, though, that I saw f- on social media that were there with you didn't get a meet. That's crazy, and right? Because they'd done the 55K, and yeah. we went back to the hotel, and I went back to sleep. Yeah, I just— uh, I slept for a solid three hours that you? afternoon, yeah. I felt guilty, and so I, me and my family, we kind of— I took so my went, daughter got swimming. Sandwiches we got some the, sandwiches at the Amish at store. At the Amish store. <laughs> Crushed it. We got some smoky bacon cheese curds. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was—the race itself is— uh, you know, we ran, so we did the 100K. Right. And so we got to mile 27, 28, which is the Lemmy Pass. Right. Right in there. And that's that whole section, it's not difficult, right? It's no, runnable. Not really. A couple small, short, you know, but decent. kicker little but climbs. But I climbs. mean, they're steep. But it wasn't the hardcore. The hard part of the course came after that. I know. Um, the scree fields that everybody talked about. The rolling. There's a couple decent climbs, you know, 500,000 foot climbs on that second half. Yeah. And I think that was, second half had close to 5,000 feet of climbing. Yeah, and we covered, what, 44, I think, up to um, third 27 Maybe not or that amount. I can't remember. I have to go back and look at my watch. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I just, my first 11 miles were solid. Felt yeah. great. I was up there, just it wasn't pushing it. But yeah. I was just in a nice little groove around with Jim Skaggs, Andrea Stevens, right. uh, Brandon Musgrove, right. and other couple people that I was just kind of in the same little group well, with. Right. Um, and then about mile 10 or 11, started cramping. Yeah. Um, I know it wasn't water. I know it wasn't salt. Right. I'm on top of all. It, was, it wasn't hot yet. Nope. Um, and just it just my body started seizing up. Yeah. Like literally. And fought that for 17 miles. Yeah. Before I decided to pull the plug. Now, if this was another race say he could have more access, I might have tried another aid station to see if oh, I could yeah. shake it loose. No, that's a good point. But that pat where we got out was the only place people get to for a car. That's the only right? place you're getting out. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And so for 17 miles, that's kind of my thought process. Right. How long do I want to deal with the hammies and calves cramping? My back started cramping. Right. How long do I want to deal with this? And I kept doing stuff and I'd run once a little bit, feel good, and by this time I'm running with uh, Brandon Musgrove and one other gentleman from Montana pretty much the whole time. Right. You know, we were flip-flopping. We'd catch each other and pass and run and whatever. Right. And I just came to the point where I'm like, you know, I'm not enjoying myself. Yeah. It's not worth it. I don't know if I could injure myself, to be honest with you. Well, yeah. And just don't. I got 35 more miles. That's right. Right? And yeah. so reality kicked in. Hard miles, yeah, too. Hard, yeah, hard They're miles. Not easy miles. And so that's why I decided to pull the plug, which wasn't easy. I was at the aid station for a good 30 minutes before, 30, 40 minutes before. It was kind of like, yeah, this is probably a smart choice. Right. I couldn't, when I was sitting down, I couldn't get comfortable. No. If I stood up, I couldn't get comfortable. When I came into the aid station, you looked like you were kind of breakdancing. dancing. <laughs> <laughs> you looked like you had Tourette's. I, I just <laughs> couldn't shake it. And uh, and I cramped up that basically the rest of the day. Yeah. Even as I showered, swam, ate, drank, 
that whole day. The ride home was a nightmare. Oh, that was rough. Um, and I didn't get to see my guy Nate until Tuesday. Yeah. And he went in there and he went down a certain, you know, and I'm not a body person, but from my back, he went down a chain. He's like, this goes to here. And he hit yeah. every single spot that hurt so bad. Oh, yeah. And basically he decided what most likely was is a sciatic, something in my yeah. lower back that just started the problem and it just went down that leg. Cascaded every, down. Yeah, because it was yeah. in my Achilles. He was like oh. in my Achilles going, wow, you know. Hmm. So anyway, total disappointment. Right. Uh, su- I can't even stress how disappointing. It was my birthday. Yeah. The next day, uh, my favorite number I was wearing on my bib, it was like number eight. the worst. I couldn't even explain it. It was just a horrible day for me on the trail. Right. Um, I still got into t- mile 27 at like six hours, which yeah. was ahead of where I thought I'd be even with all the struggles. Right. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I struggle. I, I'm still struggling with it because I... I didn't do it, right? And I wanted to, and I didn't get to see the pretty part. Right. The race is until July 14th next year, which is going to be the same weekend as Hard Rock, I bet. Oh. Yowzer. Yeah, right? So, because I'm going to go back um, and maybe do just do the 55K so I can see that second half. Because right. I'm going to tell you what, I enjoyed spending time with my family, and I enjoyed the town. Right. And that 100K is a solid, it's a 17. You're out there all you really are. day long. Um, so, if I did the 55K, I'd still have some time. i get to see the second half. Right. You know, I'll be back next year um, just because it's just beautiful. But, yeah, what a, what a what a bummer considering yeah. everything lined up the way it, training was on on point, everything, and just, just a bummer. Yeah. You know? Well, you shouldn't beat yourself up too much. I, I shouldn't, but I do. It's that's not your my fault. Pro- I know. That's my problem. And I've had some really good people that have sent me messages that know and say, ah, it's all right, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. I, and I appreciate those. And everybody's right. Yeah. Like, I'll be the first one to talk someone down off the off the bridge. Sure. You know? Saying it's a D, don't worry about it. But when yeah. it happens to me, I'm like, this is horseshit. Yeah, <laughs> it's frustrating. I get it. I know what you mean. And everybody has something different. But uh, sure. yeah, it was just a rough day for all of us, right? Yeah. When I came into the aid station, Musgrove looked like he was worked. Yeah. Man, he looked like a popsicle, just red, beet mm. red, and like white salt around his lips. Poor guy. He looked. I could feel what you know his looks conveyed how he f- he felt you know i felt yeah. it yeah you know it was like oh man he does not look like he's feeling good well i saw him later that evening at his hotel after he'd taken a nap and everything yeah. and it'd been hours right. six hours maybe after we dropped yeah and he i saw him on his balcony he's like i just peed yeah i, I saw that and i, I was saw like he what? didn't pee like, from like 6 a.m yeah. until like he's like i just peed for o'clock. the first time and it was still Orange, right? And Poor guy. Like, he must have been in a in a pretty bad in a world of hurt, which is kind of weird because I mean the race started at seven thousand feet and we got up to like what nine thousand on the first part of the course, so yeah. it wasn't terribly high. No, and it wasn't hot yet. I mean, no, because we had cloud cover for the first yeah at least three hours. Yeah, so I felt like we did, and we were in a lot of trees too for the first part. Yeah, in fact, we didn't get it really hot and exposed till right before that aid station. Before before the Lemhi aid station, yeah. when you popped out in that service road, that's where the the heat really started cranking. Yeah, at that point, I don't know. I think maybe just being at that consistent altitude definitely took an effect on some people. Yeah, because yeah. you never really drop, but you never drop below that seven thousand foot mark. No, you're just up. Above that all. Yeah, so, I mean, if you're living at, like, 4,000 feet like we are, that's going to affect you. Yeah. Uh, If you're, like, poor Josh Hinojosa, who comes from... 500 feet. Yeah, that (laughs) definitely spanks you hard. In different ways, not just the altitude breathing, but, like, your your blood and... Well, absolutely. I mean, you're going to feel more... um, Dehydrated because you're not used to that that altitude, that elevation. And I think that's where I got frustrated because I couldn't figure out why. And I'm like, I know I'm hydrated. Right. I know I've got the quote-unquote electrolytes. Yeah. I'm taking my gels. Yep. Um, But all that, I mean, I have stomach problems. My legs weren't sore, tired. It was just those cramping places that really. Well, once they start, you can't get them to stop, really. Mm -mm. And I tried. I kept faking it too. Yeah, yeah. Was you're trying on. to fake it until so you I'm make like it, right? Actually, acting like I'm tying my shoes, but I'm stretching my calf. Yeah. <laughs> and this one guy finally go. When I finally started running, this guy from Montana, he's like, "I was wondering why every time I saw you, you were like tying, tying your, your shoes." shoes. <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, I was stretching my calves." Yeah, man. exactly. And then, uh, yeah, I just kind of went downhill from there. But man, congratulations to everybody. I you know, know. The, got on the start line. There's almost there's over a 45. Percent DNF rate. Yeah, crazy. Um, for that race, last which is year he only high. had twenty. 
18, 19, something Yeah, percent, like yeah, right? Yeah, so it was it was high. It was triple what it was this year. Yeah, and again, I mean, heat was a factor for I sure. I think so for a lot of people. Uh, they, they got whooped by the heat. Yeah, well, exposed, yeah. no shade. I mean, we didn't find any water crossings at all the first 27 miles, which is something I wasn't – I thought there might be. Yeah. Just because we have so many here. Right. I mean, just, we had a couple of snow patches. That was yeah. nice. Yeah, those were nice. So I took, the, you know, a big handful of snow and rubbed it all over my face and my head just to kind of wash myself off. Yeah. That was really refreshing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but, yeah, it was a rough one. But uh, Jim Skaggs, our buddy here, he gutted it out. He did. He uh, finished in 1724-ish right in there right. with Andrea Stevens. And, you know, he was saying that was one of the tougher right. races he's been involved with. Did you see he, he did the first half of the race in six hours and the second half in 11? That's crazy. That shows you how much harder the second half of the course is. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, that's just crazy. And just, just looking at the times from the 100K and even the – I mean, there's in the 55K, there was a 17-hour finisher. Wow. In the 55K. So that just – I mean, that's – that's that's, pretty, legit. That's, a, that's legit. That's a long day on yeah, that's know, a long twenty day. or thirty miles, thirty plus miles. Oh my gosh, that's um, awful. But yeah, the fifty k. Kevin Mahoney from Coeur d'Alene course yeah. record five fifty two. We saw him. He looks spent. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, female was Jenny Pierce out of Livingston in seven twenty eight. Nice. And on the on the hundred k side, uh, Johannes Middleton from Bozeman eleven forty nine. Ooh, that's solid. That's man. fast. That's a good course. And uh, we uh, bring up Josh. He took second in twelve thirty three. That's awesome. Get this: the the female winner yeah. of the hundred k. Guess where she was from? Like sea level, Alabama. Come on. Yeah, she finished uh, Liz Canty, Alabama thirteen seventeen. That's course awesome. Record. That's fast. Yeah, from Alabama. Wow. I'm like it wasn't Bozeman. Yeah, yeah it, wasn't, it wasn't Boulder. <laughs> it wasn't somewhere. It was Alabama. Right on. So congratulations so cool. to everybody there. But I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there though. If you this race opens November first. Yeah. And it's sold out this year. It's it gonna sell out this next year. Yeah, it will. This is a this is a must do race in my book. I think so, just because of how well you're treated. Yep. You know, everything is all the details are taken care of to a T. That they had a helicopter at the finish line. That was Impressive, but also a little scary. It was <laughs> right? that you would need it, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it was. He had all his, all his, everything was in a row. Yeah, from from the check in yeah. to the pre race dinner, which we were, were fortunate up. enough to get the pre race dinner. Yeah. Normally, I don't do those. Yeah. But uh, we were on the fence about where we were going to eat that, yep. and so we snuck in the room. We checked it out. We're like, oh yeah, we're staying we're here. In. We're going to eat this, and I think I ate a little too much. Yeah. There. I felt for, pretty for good. sure because I felt uh, a little bit dehydrated all night long. Like, my gotcha. stomach was never settled. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but, yeah, that, that pre-race dinner was fabulous. Mm -hmm. um, the bus ride, I rode in the van. I know. I thought you and Jim, I'm in the bus. It's taken off. I'm like, uh, Jim and Joel did not get on. <laughs> and I text you guys. I'm like, oh, Yeah, see, I, I had my phone in airplane mode yeah. already at I, that point. That was crazy. Uh, I was just, you know, focused at that point. I was walking out to the bus, and I saw they had that van. And I saw Jim Skaggs in there and Andrea, and they're like, jump in. I'm like. All right. So I I, I'll do it. I didn't know there was a van. I didn't either. I pulled up to the start, and I'm thinking, those suckers are doing the 55 ah, Yeah, yeah. buggers. Leaving you, know? you all by yourself. And then yeah. I see Jim like, what? Yeah. He's like, oh, we took the van. We, yeah, I know. It was comfy. Oh, I, I wrote, now, listen, I have first rights to the van next year, so don't <laughs> think that you guys are going to be all smarty pants and get in front of the line on me. I rode in the captain's chair and just talked to Tarkelson on the way out there. Did you? He drove the yeah, van? Yeah, he drove all the way oh, out. It was fun. cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a great time though with uh, talking with uh, with, with the Jags. Yeah, she she's awesome, man. Yeah. Just her whole story and running and everything else. Yeah, that was that was good stuff. So yeah, that that course was fun. You know, the the check in for the race because you don't get your bib until the the morning, morning of, yeah. right? And they had this you know table with these big lights and I think there was music. I there can't was remember. there was music from what people yeah, commented right. on our Facebook page. Yeah, <laughs> I just sat in the van though, just you know chilling, staying a little bit warm. It, was, it wasn't, like, cold. It was actually kind of warm out, but there was a breeze. I loved it. Right? Um, the first part of the course is totally runnable. I didn't really need a headlamp. Nope, I didn't use um, one. Gosh, the people around me that ran with headlamps, um, I don't blame you for having one, but it's kind of annoying then if you don't have one yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's that shadow. It's always cast at that point. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was, I was right behind you. Jim was behind me all the way to the first aid station. Yep. And then, you know, it wasn't hard. As a matter of fact, I almost wish I could have been a little bit further ahead in the conga line because there was 
for me, there was more walking than I wanted to be yeah. for that first part. Um, we got to the aid station. The aid station got crushed. Yeah. It was like... You got hit hard. Yeah. I was trying to fill up my water bottle because I knew there was nine miles from aid station one to aid station two. And I got a little bit hung up in the aid station. I wanted to make sure I ate too. Yeah. So I took a gel there, filled up my water bottles. Oh, I had to take uh, some KT tape off of my shin because I had got these crazy shin splints. But I taped myself up a little bit funky, so it was cutting the circulation off of my left foot. So I took that off, and so you, uh, Musgrove, Skaggs, Hinojosa all passed me at the aid station right there. Um, you guys were probably a minute out before I left. And as soon as I got out of the aid station, there was that nice single track yeah. where they got the, that buck rail fence. Yeah. I had to like bolt off into the woods to take care of those uh, mozzarella cheese sticks <laughs> from the night before. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys got a couple minutes ahead of me at that point. Uh, I got back on the trails feeling good, and um, nobody was around me, which I would like. Yeah. I don't like running in big groups of people. Um, and so I'm cruising, just having fun, enjoying it. Um, uh, Jagalowski passed me when I was taking a potty break. Nice. And I caught up to her, and she was hooting and hollering out in the woods by herself. Nobody was around her. That's awesome. And so I snuck up behind her, right, passed her, and talked to her for a little bit, um, and then kept cruising. And all of a sudden, you come into that big first opening. Uh. That was amazing. That was incredible. Right? That, that I didn't meadow. expect that. Yeah, uh -huh. this big meadow, all these wildflowers you can see for hundreds of miles. Um, but then I could see you guys at that point. Oh, like, nice. I'm starting to catch up. I'm like, all right, I need to start working to catch up to them. Um, we cross that big meadow, and then we go through all those switchbacks where the mosquitoes got bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's another, that's another thing that, that we need to mention. Um, make sure that you put some bug spray on. If you're going to do this race. Yeah. So the second switchback, two guys pulled over to take a whiz. Yeah. And they were screaming the whole time they were oh, whizzing. Yeah. The and little ding-dings like, were getting bit, yeah. weren't they? And I was like, yeah. well, what would you expect? Yeah, exactly. Right? Oh, my gosh. Were the mosquitoes were so bad at that oh, point. Oh, you guys get what but you they deserve. But uh, they had bug spray at the aid stations. Yeah. That was awesome. Well, because we ran into bees later and then horse flies later. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, those were terrible. Yeah. yeah so I, I was working to catch up to you guys, um, but I wasn't, like, working hard. You know, I never felt like I was dehydrated. Yeah. Uh, I had a handheld, and I had that little soft flask, which holds Straw. 10 or 12 ounces. I don't know. So I had those two things between the eight stations. It was fine. Uh, I was eating enough. Um, felt good. Got to that one section that had the, uh, like, the the pine trees and the neon green moss. Oh, yeah. That, was that awesome. place was cool. That place was lit up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> man, I know I have not dropped acid in a long time, but this is similar to it. <laughs> this is what it was. It, this is what it is on Exactly. This it was rad. I love that section. Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah, got to that mile 28 station. You know what? The, the mileage on the aid station, which was cool. I like this, how they did this. Oh, yeah. You would come into the aid station. Right next to the wire bucket, there was a sheet of paper that was in a plastic sleeve. On that sheet of paper was your current mileage, mm -hmm. so mile 20 point something, right? Yep. The distance to the next aid station, which would have been 7.9 to the Lemhi yep. uh, aid station, and how much ascent and descent yep. on that section. And it was in big letters. You couldn't miss it. It was, it was so awesome. cool, right? Yep. So that way you didn't have to ask the aid station person, hey, how much further to the next? It was just right there. And I loved it because I put a little chart together that had yeah. that exact info on it. And see, I didn't. I didn't put it together because <laughs> yeah. I just kept reading those. I'm like, awesome. And I'm like, I'm going to go off theirs yeah. as opposed to what I made because oh, yeah. theirs are going to be right. Well, theirs was every time I come in today, well, after aid station two, my watch wasn't matching their theirs. data. And I liked their data because it was a solid mile to a mile and a half further than what my watch was saying. Gotcha. So I was like rock starring at that point. It's nice. like, I'm running this so fast. Well, that's, so that first aid station you stopped at, you are saying it's nine miles to the next one. Yeah. And the great thing about that is it's runnable. It's total runnable. So it doesn't take as long as no. a nine miles. So you didn't, like for me, I didn't need as much liquid because no. I'm, I'm moving quicker. Yeah, exactly. And so because a couple of weeks before that, up at uh, Sinks Canyon, there right. was a distance, but you're hoofing it. So it took yeah. twice or, or even over two times longer. Right. So that was that was one of the benefits is just how runnable and pretty that was. It Really, yeah. You're, you weren't like dying of heat at that point yep. um it was, it was runnable you're enjoying the course at that point it, it was fun um another thing i like what they did with the aid stations instead of pre-mixing their their electrolyte drinks yeah. what they did is they portioned them out into little dixie cups yep. so if you wanted that electrolyte you can dump it in your bottle and you can shake it up yep 
I, I like that. They I did, did all these little things that were just so pleasant yeah. when you came into the aid station. The volunteers were just on point, and they were great. They were they were you great. Really have to do anything. I know. I, I gosh, it was awesome. You know, by mile twenty, that's when my hamstring started cramping up. That's just leftover from a big training block we did, and from the sinks, and it just got worse and worse. Where I couldn't, I just had to walk up the hill. Yeah. Um, on flats, I couldn't run fast, and that was annoying me. Yeah, like that started meant that was draining me mentally that I couldn't go fast. And on the downhills, oh my gosh, normally I'll crush them. Yeah, I couldn't, and that was really pissing me off, especially on that double track. Oh my gosh, after mile 20, that yeah. was kind of tedious, and I was like, oh, I just want to get this over with, but I couldn't. Yeah, and then the horse that. lies got bad, they did get bad, <laughs> those little bastards. <laughs> yeah, that was uh. Yeah, but then I came into that that mile 28, 28, 20, 27, 28. 27, 28 station. That's supposed to we call it the halfway. We know it's not, but yeah. that that was like mentally that was like your halfway point, right? That's where your drop bag is. I got there in like six hours, nineteen minutes. You know, on ideal conditions, I was like, okay, I'll get there at seven hours, right? Just go like four miles an hour. And I got there in there early. I was like, all right, right on. But my day's done because yeah. I can tell that I still got the hard part of the course, all the climbing still in front of me. And I was like, I'm not going to push this. I mean, I, I felt fine. Like it, I wasn't working hard to get to that point. Yeah. So um, I got there and I saw you break dancing, saying something about dropping. I'm like, all right, we're done. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> I was, <yeah. laughs> That's when, when Musgrove was trying to rustle us up a ride. Get us a ride into town. Yeah. But yeah, that, I don't know. It was a frustrating day for me. Um, all the way around, except you know, again, I, I I do I try and look at it in perspective, right? I right. mean, what if I didn't race? It was a great run. It was fun. Yeah, it was a good training run. With, yeah, I got to spend time with my family. Yep. somewhere new. Got to see people that we've only met online. Yeah, I uh, got to reconnect with Wendy Jagalowski. I ran with her for a hot second on the trail. That was fun. Yeah, uh, I ran with Hinojosa just for a little bit on the trail. At that point, I was working to catch back up to you guys. Yeah. So, Josh, I apologize I didn't hang out with you on the trail very long, but that was kind of where I was focused of catching back up with that group in hopes of, like, if I can catch you guys, I wanted to ride that train to the finish. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I, I was hoping to do. Yeah, and I was with Brandon, and that's kind of my thought. Well, you know, if he and then then Will started falling off me, I didn't right. know he was in bad as a shape as he was till we yeah. got to the aid station. Right. Yeah, if I got, I yeah. was playing. When I got to the aid station, I had, uh, I had a plan. It's like, all right, if those guys are there and they want to go, I'm going to go. But if they're going to drop out, I'm going to drop out. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and I have no qualms about it. You, you guys are like, oh, we're not feeling good. I'm like, we're done. <laughs> we are done. Yeah, I think, in fact, I think you're the one that DNF'd me. You're I like, did. I, done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whoever told them. So, number eight, he's, he's, he's done. He's done. He's yeah, leaving. He's finished. Look at him. He's breakdancing. <laughs> I just couldn't sit still in any <laughs> You're way, fidgeting. man. I, I did. I was the big, biggest fidget spinner there was, man. Yeah. I just, everything was knotting up on. Even I know. the drive out of there. Oh, the drive out was... That's the lady was so sweet. Yeah. They, they gave us the ride out of there. Uh, her last name was Provo, and she's from Bozeman. Cause her or son, Missoula. One of the two. Right. Yeah. But her, her son's, son's like Danny Provo. He's like 19. Ended up finishing 11th. Did he? Yeah. Right on. Yeah. That's good for solid. that course. <laughs> yeah. Which is solid. He's 19. It's his biggest run ever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was she was awesome. But yeah, we were in the back, and I just kept cramping. Oh my I was gosh! Not it was the never-ending road to get out of there. <laughs> yeah, was, you had the big seat, man. I was riding the hump. Yeah, I was just trying not to make a scene. Every someone would cram it. Yeah, I'm over there making these awful noises, and <laughs> uh, I was just it was just a bad day. You know, got back to the finish line. Um, oh, the finish you know, line. Let's talk about awesome. that. Um, my gosh, huge like circus tent. Yeah, with shade. The uh, Ringling Brothers. It was. Yeah, um, tent was so big. Helicopter was there. Medical was there. Yeah. Chairs were there. It's ice in this was there. Big field that's on the Tarkelson property. Yep. So they own all this property south of uh, Salmon, Idaho, and that's where the the course comes down and finishes. So they're able to set up this big tent on their property. Yeah, it was and awesome. It's and this it's whole grass. family atmosphere right like his kids and his his nieces and nephews are there and all their extended family are there just hanging out helping. having fun yep. helping out it was a good time and a burger burger hot dogs yep. and uh yeah it was, a, it was a great location you know we st we st hung out there for about 45 minutes i right. think saw the winners come across for the 55k Saw, i mean there's a lot of people that dropped i mean we got yeah. out of there there's five or six leaving when we left yeah um, but yeah, it was just, it's a great race. It um, is. You, you know, guys should do it for sure. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's, it's, it's one of the, it's, he's got a gem up there. 
He does. The Tarkelson yep. group and everything they do in the. And he area. won't let it get like out of control. You know what I mean? Yeah. He he's gonna keep he's gonna be like Ty Drain. He's just gonna keep it old school. He's always gonna serve the runner. That that's what he's after. Yep. And heck, man, the the race shirt was a uh, Patagonia. Yeah, it was Capoline. a gooch. Yeah, I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And Joel got won a raffle. That's right. I got those head. Some, I tried those things out. Some bone shaking bone headphones, conducting headphones. They work pretty good. Do they? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cool. But yeah, overall, uh, it was a good weekend. Uh, spent spent time with family and friends. Yep. You know, we saw Jim and Karen Skaggs had dinner with them the night before at the yep. little brewery there. Um, you know, it was just a nice nice time meeting people. But uh, at the end of the day, as far as the DNF goes, you know, it just kind of is what it is. And tomorrow right. morning, hopefully, I get up and and get Go back right. on my feet. And that's right. Got a lot. I mean. Elva Carroll coming up. Yep. Really want to do well there. I feel my training's still solid there. Just want to fine-tune a few things. For sure. Um, and, yeah, figure some more things out. But, yeah, it's, you know, and I was even talking to, to Nate, our guy that does the rub-downs and the deep tissue Ooh, stuff. and The rub-downs. Yeah, and we're sitting there talking, and he's like, and he because he works on all kinds of athletes. He does. A lot of runners, yeah. but all kinds of athletes. And he goes, that's what's so unique with your sport. You could do everything right. Yeah. But it's just one thing. Yeah. Right? Or vice versa. Because he was telling me, I'm like, I've trained hard. I've done well. I was prepared. Right. And he's like, and I'm like, I still did this. And he's like, well, you know, I said, if I would have went in underprepared, I, I would, it'd be easier. I'm like, I wasn't ready for it. I had no right. business doing it. Exactly. You know, blah, blah, blah. And then he told me, he's like, how many races have you gone into kind of feeling that way and had a good day? You know, like I'm not ready and actually come out with a decent day. And he's like, that's what's huh. different with your sport. It's right. like all kinds of variables. Yeah. Whether it's the weather, the altitude, the training, yeah. rolling an ankle, whatever it could be. He's like, it's sleep. Yeah. And he's like, that's what's so weird working on runners. Yeah. It was just all these tangibles that have to. Especially ultra align. runners. Yeah. You don't see that so much in the half marathoners. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it was, it was good talking to him. And like I said, he, man, he, he made me squirm. Did he? And he made me feel good because he would like hit a spot and I would literally start crying. Yeah. yeah. Pee a little. And he'd right. be like, oh, sorry about pee that. A you know, it's all right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was just it is what it is, I guess, and you just got to try and, and suck it up and move on from that. But that's uh, right. But thanks to to everybody in Sam and the Beaverhead, David, yeah. and your crew. Awesome experience. Yeah, you know, no, rock I, solid. I couldn't think of anything I'd improve about what you got going on. Maybe, I, exactly. Maybe if you could do something with some cloud cover, that's about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fog machine. I don't yeah, know. You know, fill that whole valley. Up. I know. Uh, but it's beautiful, and thank you very much for that. So yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, ah, another big weekend though. Exciting times. Hard mm -hmm. Rock 100. That's right around the corner. It is basically you're listening to the show on Thursday. Race starts Friday morning. Yeah. Um, huge lineup. Lots of press going into it. Big thunderstorms rolling through right now. Yeah. People are getting worked with the weather. Yep. Um, people are out feverishly trying to make the course good for you. Saw, yeah, saw a lot a video of snow of course. Some people like shoveling snow. Yeah, Kroger's canteen. Uh -huh. Getting ice off that ledge. Yeah, so get that uh, set up. Yeah, so man, excited to see how this works out. I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it down. I, I have, I just don't think I can. That's tough going away two weekends in a row. It is with as much as we have going on at home. Right, um, seven and a half hour drive, so it's not bad. I can sleep in the truck, but sure, it's just. You know, between real work, right? Yeah. Not the podcast, but like the stuff we actually make a living with. Yeah. Um, by the top ramen with. Uh, so yeah, it's just unfortunate. But uh, but uh, first of all, before we get into like who's running and our we're going to do a contest, mm -hmm. I just want to give a personal shout out to my buddy Scott Jaime. Yeah. It's his tenth year. Number ten. It's his last year. Yeah. And then he, you know he'll be down there. But this guy get it, Scott. Uh, Scott Jaime was the one that introduced me to trail and ultra running, um, and so. I, give so much to him for doing that and then i just know what he's invested with his family going down every single summer for 10 summers yeah training getting on the course had some amazing years i mean he took second the year that skaggs won by like five four or five hours right you know that human performance but scott's a good close personal friend i just want to say good luck enjoy your day um, yeah. i hope everything works out to where it's just enjoyable for you you know yeah. regardless of your time anything else i hope you just go out there and soak it all in and yeah and you've done a lot for the sport uh you were kind of that that gap runner you know that kind of like merged some some cultures together right. merged some some like gen uh, two and gen three exactly right um and uh god i have nothing but respect for you and good luck and enjoy that so let's get that out there but then we can get to like the actual race itself yeah right um some heavy hitters. 
There are. And it's the men's side's deep. Men's side th- is deeper. It is. Yeah. But let's deeper. talk about the women's first. Um, so we're, me and Joel are going to give us or give you our top three. Yep. And then we're opening it up. You have. God, this is going to be short. You only have 24 hours. You really do because we're Let's not going to. Let's cut it off at 6 a.m. on Friday morning. Friday morning at 6 a.m. our contest is cut. So you really have a day. Yeah. 24 hours. This yep. launches early on Thursday morning. you got to get your, and you've known, we've given you a week to right. prep for it. So and just you post put it. Your, your results or your guesses on the blog post. On the website. Yeah, and that will be out generally by 6 a.m. mountain time. Yep. So before we go for a run. Yeah, so I'll, I'll post it. And so we need your first, second, and third male, and first, second, and third female. female. So that's all we need to be eligible. Uh, mm-hmm. Last one was Braden Lim won the Wasatch, or excuse me, Western States. Got right. his prize off to him. You're gonna win a prize. Yep, might be a hat. Yeah, it could be multiple things. Right. Um, but yeah, so a cat. A cat. Yeah. <laughs> you got a couple cats, don't you? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. How shipping them at work, but it's worth a try. Yeah. <laughs> Might be a way to get rid of them. Yeah, get some dry ice in there with them. Keep <laughs> dry <it cool>. ice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll start with the women. Okay. Okay, Joel. Okay. Fire away. Who's your so top my three top women? Top three women. Darcy, number one. Okay. Caroline Chavarot, number two. Okay. Hannah Green, number three. Oh man. Okay. Dude, yours is almost exactly like mine. Oh, I'm we not, haven't talked about this. We at haven't all. talked about it at all. And I have mine typed out, so we can't. Like, it's not fake. So yeah, mine's my number, written down. Mine's Darcy. She's one of my favorites, yep. and she's going without a pacer. Yeah, oh, which is awesome. She's a she's a pro. She is, but she's never done hard rock without one, which to me is Dude, just a whole different boring. level. She's but good. she lives there basically. Yeah. She knows it. So she I'm going it. Darcy one. Yep. Two, I'm going Caroline. Yep. For sure. Three is where I was like really torn, yeah. and I was torn on the men's side too. And in fact, I'll. I don't know my men's third place yet. I got three names. Okay. I'm still juggling. Sure. Them. For the women, I'm going Anna Frost. Yeah. Just because she's been with us, right? She has, and she knows the course. And the one that my my one that I was going to say the one to watch out for, Hannah Green. Right. So we're close there. We are. We're close. So yep. we got uh, Darcy. Joel's got Darcy, Caroline, and Hannah Green. And Hannah, and I've yep. got Darcy, Caroline, and, and Anna. Anna. And that was there's a couple. You know, there's like some names in there. Uh, oh yeah. Top five uh, can be really close. Montclair, Natalie yeah. Montclair. That'll be interesting. Yep. There's you know, another the young girl, too. France. Another young gal that's going to be, you know, in the mix, too. Yeah. I forgot her name. So that's our that's our women. Yeah. And Joel, let's uh, let's hear your man. Okay. Uh, this should Killian. Okay. Number one. Say, all right. Yeah. Mike Foot number two. Okay. And Schlarb for number three. Say we're almost identical again. Yeah. Okay. So Joel's got Killian is one. Yep. Mike Foot yep. two. And three was Schlarb. Yeah. So mine, one and two are the same. Yeah. I have Killian and Foot. Yep. And third is my up in the air one. It is. There, there's a handful of dudes that are like going to buy for that. <laughs> and I haven't made my decision yeah. yet. If that that dude that that uh, that got wrecked in that climbing accident like last year, Adam Adam Campbell. Chase Adam, Adam Campbell Adam Campbell. Yeah. He would have been number three for me. Yeah. But man, I just I don't know if he's bounced back yet. That, that's I'm going Gabe. Gabe? Gabe Ooh. Joyce. He's my sleeper. So I had Gabe in the top six. Okay. I've got Gabe as my sleeper. Yeah. I had hit Chris Price and him were tied for third, and yeah. I couldn't make pull the, pull the trigger. Yeah. But I'm pulling the trigger I think if Gabe. you get top six, it's going to be so close from that number three to number six. But those top two dudes, I think, are in a lock. I'm giving Gabe and Anna both third because they've been on the show. That's fair. Yeah. I yeah. think this with our mojo, yeah. tossing them that way. All right. That's what I'm going with. Fair so enough. Both of us have Killian one, foot two. Joel's yep. got Schlarb. I've got Gabe. Oh. I didn't go Schlarb because it doesn't seem like he's raced a whole lot lately. Right. So I kind of was reluctant there. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how he would do. I don't know what his fitness level's like right now. Yeah. See, yeah. I'm not sure either. So that's my. He's under the radar. That's my three picks. So and then we blow gotta, it up. And we got to give a special shout out to Jeff Hart again. Yeah, um, I'm he's gonna, excited. He's going to tear it up. Our boy Tommy Remkus is doing yeah. it again uh, here from the That'd Ogden cool. area. One of our founding father trail runners for our community. Man, this is number f- year five or six for him. Um, yeah, I'm not even sure. It's not more. And that guy just grinds it out he does. every year. Uh-huh. If you notice, when Tommy runs these races, Tommy Remkus, he's not anywhere near the top twenty until about mile seventy. Yeah, exactly. And he just starts. Picking dudes off mm-hmm. as he goes and yeah, always has a great He's pretty solid finish. top twenty finisher yeah, at Hard Rock. He really is, and mm-hmm. that's amazing. So, either way, it's going to be an exciting weekend. And yeah. anything, I mean, just like Western states, but I mean, to me, Hard Rock is. I know you got the heat, 
the speed, all that at Western. But for me, there's just the variables of the climbing. Yeah, you got the you're altitude. On your feet. I mean, the winter's out there longer than the winter at Western. So you're right. out there on your feet longer. You got yep. the altitude. You got the weather, yep. which can be gnarly. Oh, yeah. Um, so I just think there's so many more variables. And it just kind of when you talk, see the interviews or talk to the winners of Hard Rock, and I know it happens in multiple races, but it's just like, so many things came together for them. Right. Right. Because it's just not a race you go out and say, yeah, this is my plan. Yeah. It just, you plans out the window. Unless you're maybe Killian. Maybe he's got his plan that always works. I don't know. I don't know, man. But I was watching like Darcy's uh, interview with I Run Far and she's just like, you know, just going to enjoy it. You know, yeah. things happen for a reason and I'm going to have fun. And well, that's just I, a veteran talking. Yeah. Right there, her mentality know? behind it too. And then I think to me, Anna's going to be sneaky because when she was here, she wasn't training well. And she's had a rough go for a while. I, God, I love her, but she's lost her mojo. Yeah, and so she's been down there for a while. Mm-hmm. And it'll be interesting to see because when she was in the bus, she was talking about how Hard Rock brought her back around yeah. originally. Mm-hmm. And so I'm ho- that's my hope is that when she got back down there to train. One more time. It, it, got, brings her it just around. kicked her that one more time right. before she goes off and does her thing with her yeah. boyfriend and Durango and yeah, starts gets her married. life. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we want to hear your top three. Yep. And then, again, if it's close or whatever, we'll do the drawing like yeah, we did we'll, last we'll time. We'll give you something. Um, but uh, I'm excited to see how this pans out. Hard Rock, I've never run it. I've been down there a few times. It's probably my favorite race just because you see all the pictures from it, and you're like, it's incredible. It's yeah. incredible. All that scenery is located so close together. Right. Right? Um, and then the vibe of the town and everything else. So it'll be a good weekend. Yeah. I'll be following along for sure. I run far. does an amazing job. Yeah, they do. Um, especially at Hard Rock. There's there are, some new runner tracking thing that's going on this weekend, is too. There? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Jared Campbell was totally pumped about it. You know, he cool. was geeking out, got his okay. spreadsheets out. Nice. Um, well, if he's excited about it. Yeah, so I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what that's all about. Yeah. But I run far does just the best job in the business. Uh, they kill right? it, man. Photos give them updates. Give updates from time between where they talk yeah. to the runners. I know. You know, so they give you that insight of, yeah, I talked to them and they were feeling this way. And, yeah, exactly. You know, so it's like, okay, that's good. Yeah, it's good to know. I got to go back to Vegas and put my money on a different pony. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, good luck to everybody down there. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. And if you're down there, man, make sure you keep your photos for. Uh, where your feet, where your feet take. take you. Yeah. Because next we week, something special finally, for you. finally, yeah. yeah, we'll get to it when we get to that section That's of the show. Right. But uh, let's see. Next up, um, Joel, what do we got going on uh, that's happening? All right. So we got a new trail. We got actually two new trail races locally here in the Wasatch Front. So the first one is the Elephant Rock Trail Run, which happens August 12th. Yeah. They have three distances. They have a marathon. They have a 13-miler and a 7.8. Now, this happens at the Mueller Park area, which is down the Bountiful Bench uh, region of Davis County. So that's like northern Salt Lake uh, area. Um, I've run there a couple of times. It's probably been 10 years since I've run there, though. Yeah. Uh, that's a really cool area to run. Uh, it's super runnable, uh, a couple of steep climbs. So th- I'm just pumped. We have another race who, locally. Do you know who does that one? Oh, man, I recognize their names, but I can't remember offhand who's okay. doing it. All right. But I like that we have that shorter option yep. coming on board. Yep. So there's an introductory way of people to get in the trail running. Excited to see that. Um, I'm not going to run it this year because I'm trying to do Vaquero and then have a small break and then do a, uh, a hard marathon the week after that. Which one are you doing, Skyline? I'm trying to get to the, trying to get this trade worked out with Skyline. Gotcha. So I had this old duffel bag that I was <laughs> trying to give away, and the race director of Skyline says, I want it. And I'll trade you. I'm like, all right, I'll take you up on that. So just trying to get that to happen. Um, and then the other new trail race is out at Powder Mountain. Oh, yeah. yeah it's a weekly Mountain. one. It's a, yeah, so I think it's Thursdays. Four, four weeks. Yep. So I think the first one happens the last week. 26th of July. Last week of July. It's on a Thursday. I think they start at 630. Mm-hmm. It's 5K. Yeah. It's not very. 20 bucks. F- yeah. And then it goes, I think, every other Thursday for I'm not sure for four races yeah right so I think you get like an eight week span of racing something like that yeah they have tacos at the finish yeah they're gonna have some some food up there looks like it's gonna be a good time um I don't think I'm gonna be able to make any of those because I I work on Thursday evenings so but it's another opportunity to go out check out some some trails right I might try and get up there for one um it's 5k distance yeah 
evening might work. Drives a little much. It's a little interesting. But yeah, I, I think but they cool got that there. going against them, to be honest. Yeah. You know? so but we'll I, I want to see it work out for them because uh, any chance to jump in the trail racing, uh, we want to support that for sure. Yep. Um, and then another thing that's going on this week, so if you listen to this podcast on Thursday and you live in the San Diego area, make sure you check out Elevation Culture's Open House. Now, oh, we've man. used them in the past. They, yep. They've made medals for our race. Um, of course, you've probably seen their work before because most of their stuff is laser or, yeah, I think it's laser cut wood, right? So they put it into a computer and the detail and the uniqueness is just beyond none, right? What they do. Yep. Anyway, so they're going to have a little open house this week, uh, Thursday night, starting at 630. So if you're in the San Diego area, please go check them out. Good yeah. folks at Elevation Culture. Yeah, tell, tell Eric, hey. Yeah. And uh, check them out. They got a brewery close by. There you go. I mean, it's just set up. So yeah. make sure you support those guys and check them out if yeah, you're in the area. Yeah, they're good dudes for, for sure. Um, I think there's some other stuff going on, but really, that, that was all my attention span could really handle. <laughs> handle at this right? point. Just, it, it's kind of narrow right now. Um, been watching some of the Mako show. I really like him. He's getting back into it. Yep. Uh, he's going to race UTMB, so he's going to focus on that. Uh, the dude's hilarious. Um, so go check out his stuff, uh, themakoshow.com. He's got his own YouTube channel. He's starting to do like uh, uh, either Facebook Live or um, like YouTube Live stuff, which is kind of fun to, yeah. to participate in. Check that out. Yeah. And, of course, we got in a couple of weeks, we got Outdoor Retailer the very last time here in Salt Lake City. Yeah. It's in August. They're out. Or July. That's it. They're out next They're year. They're out to Denver. Yeah. Good luck with that in Denver, by the way. <laughs> and I don't mean that pot. I mean, it's going to be interesting. Just the on-the-mountain stuff and on-the-water stuff. Yeah, but I think location. as far as um, them having a successful outdoor retailer overall, it's going to be more successful. Than yeah, I mean, they've done, they've done SIA, right. so they they've know how to do it. Yeah, they're, sure. they're going to crush it. But um, like you said, the, if they're going to really focus on the mountain stuff, maybe they don't anymore. Yeah, yeah. Or they're just so going to locate here. it like at El Dorado or somewhere like that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go there gonna twice a year to be an Uber driver ah, to and yeah. from the airport, baby. Right, crushing. Right? I'm not. I don't take money. I take trades. Who do you work for? Yeah. Right on. You I'll take for, some skis. You work for Patagonia. <laughs> right on. Hop in. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. So in a couple of weeks here in Utah is our last outdoor retailer show. Right. Shame shameless plug here. We need to get Joel a badge. Yeah. Okay. I so, keep forgetting about this. So we need to get Joel a badge. This is our last one in Salt Lake City. Right. I'll be down there. Um, working but we need for a badge for working, somebody. Yeah, working for a company I work for. Yep. But we need to get Joel a badge. So if you got, if you can help us out, let us know. We'd appreciate it because we want to get down there, do some interviews, do some interviews, check yep. out some cool gear that we can talk about to everybody. So yeah. shame, little plug there. We need a badge. All right. One badge, uh, so we can hang out down there. We'll trade you a hat. We'll trade you something for sure. Yeah. Um, high five. I've got picture. What of the do bus. I got here? I got some <laughs> cola me happy from Goo. I'll yeah. trade you one of those. I tried some cola gels from Goo, and they're not bad. They're they're not. It's a Goo gel. Yeah. It's a tip. I didn't try like the ones that I got. The ones you got. I didn't, I didn't try either. Tutti Fruity. I didn't try Ginger Ale, and I didn't try Marshmallow. Marshmallow. Toasted Marshmallow. I didn't or, try yeah. any of those. So I still have those. I know. Um, I've been rocking. I've been using that Mure Energy, and I'm I'm digging it though. Yeah, I like that. I stuff. really do like it. So we're gonna. I'm gonna test. I have one more pack left, and uh, I might actually buy some so I could do a little bit more thorough testing. Yeah, before I talk about it as much. Yeah. Um, because it is difficult to test nutrition products, in my opinion, because of how you use them, the weather. Short, long run. Well, I mean, flavors. like, okay, so on a normal training run, like, yeah. say, for example, tomorrow, if we go out and we run nine miles, I might be lucky to take water. Yeah. That's right? A, yep. Yep. Um, so it's hard when you're not taking on calories for your standard training run. And then, like, this weekend, if we go out and run long, maybe two gel packets. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I like to do. Yeah. So we'll give some reviews on that mirror energy. But it, to me, so far, I really like it yeah. um, a lot, actually. I did have a problem with the uh, BlackBerry time. The time was a bit too strong. Was it? Yeah, because they use the time oil. Okay. Like the, the spice time. Okay. Um, I love BlackBerry. I do, too. They could have just stuck with that. But they threw the time in there to bring a savory element to it. It was gagging was it? me because it was so strong. That's good to know because I didn't try that one because they sent us some and we split them so you right. didn't have flavors I'm trying and vice versa. Yeah, exactly. So. But the other ones like the um, chocolate peppermint ones, oh yeah, solid. Oh, so good. 
Let's see. The, my favorite so far I've had, that ras- red raspberry mate mm-hmm. was money. That sounds good. And the other one I really like is the hazelnut chocolate, I believe. It wasn't wasn't a banana hazelnut? Banana, sorry, banana hazelnut. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. That does sound good. <laughs> I could have just pounded that all day long. Right. Um, yeah, they got promising things coming out. Uh, so far, we're really happy with their product. Yep. Uh, almost ready to give it a full ringing endorsement. Yep. And that kind of brings us up to something important. We're not always going to endorse a product. Correct. Right? If Correct. somebody gives us a product, uh, we won't always fully endorse it. Um, we, we try to give them constructive feedback, and we, we want to see companies succeed in the run market, right? For that, sure. That's exactly what we're Small after. Small companies. Right. Yep. So uh, if you give us a product and we don't give you a glowing review, you can't be upset. Well, and we've also had companies that want us to review their product that we've declined. Yeah. You know, and that doesn't, it's not because it's just something we wouldn't use. Exactly. And we're not saying it's not a good product. Right. But it's, it's again, it's, we're not a, I don't know, we're not here to give false representation. Of yeah, stuff, exactly. Right. And right. we want to keep things authentic. And the last thing I want to do is tell somebody, this is awesome. And they get in like, this sucks. Exactly. You know, and that's that's the biggest thing. Right. It's kind of our word on it. And yeah. Can, can people have differences of opinion? Absolutely. I'm like sure. if something works for me. Yeah. You know, like if Wendy Jagalowski got, oh, I got that Patagonia Houdini and it sucked. I couldn't do this. Blah, blah. Right. I get it. But for yeah. me, I would say, well, I'm sorry, that's my favorite piece or, well, or whatever. We've right? been around. I mean, I think between the two of us, I mean, we've got like, what, 26, 27 years of trail running experience between yeah. the two of us? We've been around. We know it works. Yeah. We know it doesn't work. Um, so, I mean, we're, I think there's a, a certain base level of what is going to work in the trail running world. And if you can't meet that certain threshold, then, then we're not going to recommend that product. And that's just us. Yeah. Right? And that's not saying it's not a good product. It's not well, saying no, sometimes, that those, sometimes, sometimes those yeah. products that are just, they're not, not good. They're not there yet. Even. Yeah. Okay. And they need refinement and uh, they, they need that. They need to take that constructive criticism, right? Yeah. And, and not get hurt by it. Well, and even I worked at Smith Optics for, like I said before, like 13 years. And that was part of what we tested right. products. I tested ski goggle lenses. And yeah. Sometimes you come back and it was the coolest technology on the planet. And I'd say it fogged. Yeah, and exactly. Like, oh, what? And I'm yeah, like, yeah, and the engineers man. just decide yeah, themselves. But it's it's the truth. I mean, exactly. Again, I mean, just you, you gotta, you can't improve if you don't get the truth, right? Well, exactly. You have to be receptive to that feedback. And years ago, right? I was a part of different companies, um, and I won't mention any names. But there was right. one company that was getting false feedback. Like yeah. people would just wanted the sponsorship from them. Yeah, <laughs> well, so that's, they were that like, happens now. So they're like, oh, right? that's awesome. I love yeah. it. But they never used it. I think that happens more now because. The, you know, the sponsorship thing is still big, but the ambassadorship yeah. is bigger now. Yeah. So people want that free gear. I don't blame them. Yeah. Stuff's expensive. And and so it's they'll nice. they'll say anything to get that, that freebie, right? Yeah. And they won't give that correct sense of, okay, this product is heading in the right direction, but you need to do X, Y, and Z to make it Well, better. I mean, an example like the Muir Energy gel. Right? Yeah, exactly. Too much time. Too much time and the packet. It's hard to get the product out of the packet. Yeah, Th- those are my two big complaints right now. Yeah, but other than that, I think that they're on their way to being a rock solid player in the nutrition market. Well, and there's so much, so many companies and so many different like gels. Yeah, how many companies? There's a bazillion. There's right? there's a lot right now. There is, and it's just at the end of the day with something like that, it's almost like what works for you. Right. Yeah, but those small things like the the packet being too small yeah. to get the stuff out. When I'm racing, I don't want to sit there at an aid station for like two minutes trying to toothpaste roll that stuff out yeah. of there because it's too thick. Yeah, no, I get you know that. I mean? I'm just saying, like a goo, like I can't, I can't take a hammer gel. Hammer gel doesn't work in my stomach. It comes out of there yeah. too nice. It just doesn't work for me. And I've taught, and like V Fuel is probably. Right now, my go-to is it. Yeah, I just don't like that stuff. It's just my go-to. Yeah. Um, it's it's doesn't it's not thick. Nope. Um, there's a couple flavors I stick stick to. Right. Um, and it just works for me. And I've talked to people. You, it's like, yeah, I don't like that stuff. I and think I've, I had one once, and it just made me gag. And now, anytime I think about V Fuel, I just want to throw up a little bit. See, and that's like some like 
goo. This this cola one I'm pointing at right now right. on the table. It's good. It's yeah. it has cola has a different flavor and it worked right. for me. And there's another one, uh, power gels. I used to take all the time, Dude, and I honestly I don't know why. Those. I've kind of I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like. I've never had a bad product. I just don't yeah, take them anymore. I love those things, man. So I got to get back. They're to hard there. to find. I mean, they are harder to find for us. Holy here, cow! For sure. But uh, they were. They you were know, I used to not like goo stuff. Yeah. But that that summit tea. Oh, that's. I stuff. can drink that all day long now. Yeah, that that I love that stuff. stuff. And see, like I do, Scratch Labs Recovery. Yeah, I had some of that. It's my favorite. That and the Ultrogen. I could yeah. swap back and forth on those two Great all day stuff. long. Love it. Um, but there's some other ones out there that don't. I don't like the taste of it. Yeah. Would it work as recovery? Like Probably. But I taste, can't get it in my tastes bed. Tastes like it's been overly processed sometimes. Yeah. I hate that. But yeah, so that, just we've, pl- we've said this before and we just need to bring it up again, you know. Uh, we're more than happy to give you feedback on your product, um, but we're going to be open and transparent. Uh, With what it is, how it works. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, all right, let's kick, kick a couple more things and wrap it up. Strava week for the group. Yeah. Andy Noyes is still crushing it. All right. He did la- this last week. He did distance 102 miles. Runtime 31 hours, 8 minutes. Wait a minute. I thought Turtle Miller was like, dude, I'm going to yeah, win wasn't everything. Close. He wasn't even close. Yeah. I don't know what he was thinking. He was having too many of those fruity tooty beers. Oh, yeah, he was. Right? Yeah, Tecate lights. Tecate lights. Um, and then climbing was John Paul Ogden again at 24,000. Nice. So that was awesome. Um, next up, we've got where your feet take you. Mm-hmm. This was my favorite week combined. It's a good one. I think we had more photos, and I think they were just off. I mean, the un- quality yeah, is higher. The quality was ridiculous. Right. Um, we we went through and named a few. This is our last week of doing it this way. Next week, for real, this new time, new format, new format, and it's gonna be legit, right? We have like a contest. We have a contest every week. Every week. And you're going to win something. I know. Right? So Exciting every week news. the winner actually gets something mailed to them, and all they have to do is post a photo, and maybe they win. Uh-huh. So unfortunately, this is the last week that you win, but you don't win anything. No. <laughs> so you, our internal gratitude is what you win this yeah, week. Yeah, and we use your photo yeah, so everybody do. can see how good a photo you mm-hmm. take or been in. But, uh, yeah, starting next week, so be ready. Yeah. You're going to win something. Have it ready this weekend. Yep. Get out there. Have uh, some fun. Be safe. Who's going to be the first winner of a prize? That's and right. it's We're going to do this for a year. Uh-huh. One and year. Every the, week. The, there's no criteria, so don't get butt hurt if we don't draw your name. Yeah. But this week, who'd we give the winning uh, photo to? We never decided, did we? We didn't. I, th- I thought we, we kind of We had a couple did. of, well, so. We had three that we really liked. I wrote down four. So Hayden Hawks was in the Wasatch doing a little training. Dude, Good to see him back unreal. running. Unreal. Uh, Amy Butler out of Plainfield, Vermont. She was up there on the green wall. That looked so cool. Uh, our boy Grant Nicholas up in Jackson running up on Snow King. That was pretty. Uh, great sunset. And then Devin Stoker up on the Beaverhead. Yeah. That was cool. That was way cool. Yeah. So those are the four that we really kind of pulled aside and said, hey, these are awesome. And I think we decided on the Hayden Hawks. Yeah. That was just pretty, man. Yeah. I'm not sure if Hayden took that picture. Uh, he's in it. so Or I... who that. So we got to, let's have a backup because we might he not be able to use it. that. He posted it, yeah. Who's your backup then? Mm, let's give it to Grant. Okay. Because he's a good guy. He gave us an entry to El Vaquero Loco. That Cooper Robbins won and has claimed. That's so rad. To do that. So that's all. But yeah, there was a lot of good ones this week. Oh, uh, Leslie Howlett was in the running oh, yeah. too. The she scree. took a picture of this really rad scree field. Ryan Delaney one. with Mount Hood was awesome too, though. That was in the money too. That was, I mean, get Mount Hood with that much blue around it. Yeah, that much snow, man. Doug snow Jensen, a little cottonwood. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at that one right. Mark Robbins in the Wasatch. That was awesome. Yeah. With that yellow field of flowers with the mountains behind them. Right. That's why I said this week for me was the hardest. Yeah. The quality was um, on point. Yeah, see, we were in. I was in two of them. That was kind of funny. Jim Skag posted the one of us at start, and Brandon Musgrove. We were hanging out at the pool. Hanging one. out at the yeah. pool. That water was cold at first. <laughs> that man. was nice. That was nice for the day after. But there was there was just some good ones, man. There's just some that make me super jealous. Uh, Karen Hogan, Hidden Peak. Oh, some of these just make me jealous. Yeah. Like Nate Reese on the Beaverhead 55k course mm-hmm. with the snow and the. I mean, gosh, what I got there, but just some good ones. So yeah, we'll give it to Hayden as one. Yep. Tentatively, and number two is Grant. There we go. And so next week, folks, you can win an actual item. I know. That you will wear. You better wear it. And it's a one-off. Yeah, it is. You and won't be able to buy this. You won't, yeah, it's not thing. for sale. I know. So we're giving one away for a week for a year. I know. Is that crazy? I know. One away for one week for one year. No, we got a sponsor for this, too. I know. Isn't that cool? Uh-huh. So, yeah, we're super excited. Good stuff. 
uh, to do that. So be prepared next week. We want to see them. If you've got one, make it your money shot, man. That's right. That's going to be the first one. Mm-hmm. I'll, you know what? Since next week's our first one, we're going to give you what we're going to give away every week, and I'm going to throw something special in just because it's the first one ever Mm-mm-mm. of this it's gonna be a cat. Uh, winning contest. You're going to get a cat. You're getting a cat. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think that's pretty much all I've, uh, I've got. This is a long single track session this week. Um, oh, hoodies are being printed as we speak. Those will yeah. ship on Monday. Hopefully Getting them out Monday. a little late. Sorry about yeah, that, Yeah, sorry about that. We Well, the problem was was supplier of the actual hoodie didn't have all the sizes in. Right, so we had to wait for and the So we had to wait for the sizes. This has nothing to do with our printer. Uh, so I apologize, but we'll get those right out. There's a lot of local people. You get them quick. Yeah. If you're not local, we'll make sure you get them in a day or two or That's a couple right. days. Um, we'll get them out right away. We'll have them. So that way, when you come up to Vaquero, you can have them be all toasty warm. Because you probably need them. I hope so. And, hope uh... So. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yep. Uh, just, again, don't forget to head on the website, get your swag and rights out of cool gear there still. Help support the show. I know. Um, we need to we get rid so- of some of these hats. We haven't sold some stuff for a while. Let's get rid of these hats, folks. Yeah. Come on, buy them, because I got a cool idea for a hat. Yeah, we want to get them. It can be done, too. It can? Yeah, oh, I checked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sweetness. So, so, yeah, go on. Get some gifts for your friends, your running people. Tell them thanks. Your crew, your pacers. Yeah. This will be a little gift for helping mm-hmm. you out, help, having them help you get out. Get a buff for your dog. Yeah, they love them, especially mm-hmm. in this weather. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a good week. Don't forget about the Hard Rock Contest. Uh, should be a good one. And then uh, don't forget to tune in next week for the show with Jacob Pusey in Calgary. He's from Calgary, Alberta. Got a lot of cool stuff. And if yeah. you don't know him, uh, you will after, you next, will after week. next week because we really got after it. So yeah. I think that's it for this week. This is Eric and Joel, single track session number 45 from 22nd Street Tailhead. We are out. <laughs>